there will be an announcement from P&O Ferries later in the day, therefore the firm has put a halt to service. No ships were ordered to leave port, but the ferry company said it was not going out of business. RMT urged the company to protect jobs amid rumors that hundreds of crew members could be dismissed and replaced with foreign labor. Passengers have been advised to use other providers after several of today's scheduled sailings were canceled. P&O has 14 trips between Dover and Calais, 3 between Liverpool and Dublin, and 7 between Larnan County Antrim and Cairnryan and Dumfries and Galloway scheduled for today. The organization has warned its members that if they leave their ships after docking, they risk being locked out of their positions. There is no going back now. We will not be deterred Jeff Martin, an RMT spokesman, stated. A P&O employee working on a P&O ship has told the BBC that his colleagues on board have refused to disembark and are instead in their cabins refusing to work. This is a worry Grant Shapps informed MPs in the Commons that he will be taking action later today, including making sure his officers are having urgent meetings with P&O. A representative for P&O Ferries indicated that, P&O Ferries will not be shut down. In preparation for a company announcement, we've instructed all ships to approach the dock. Passengers should make other travel arrangements while P&O services are suspended. Read more colon six largest indoor water parks in the world related article colon 2022 world's five most expensive luxury yachts read more budget holiday, top five cheapest places to visit in the world 2022. If you've purchased a ticket for a Dover-Calais crossing planned to take place between 11 o'clock and 12 p.m. on Sunday, you may want to consider using the services of a competing ferry company, such as DFDS, which is also operating on the route. Staff at DFDS are trying to take some of the passengers in between Dover and Calais where we can, and we have the ability to do so, the company's capacity and passenger manager Chris Parker said. Greater than regretfully, P&O ferry services are unable to run for the next few hours. Our port teams will guide you and travel will be arranged via an alternative operator. Greater than. Greater than we apologize for the inconvenience this will have on your journey plans. Greater than. Greater than P&O ferries updates, at Pawferries update, March 17, 2022. Stability in the long-term P&O statement. P&O statement will safeguard the long-term survival of P&O ferries and has the full support of Dubai-based DP World, which purchased the ferry operator for £322 million in 2019. More than 10 million people a year were transported by P&O before the pandemic and 15% of the UK's total cargo was transported by the company. Over 4,000 people are employed by the company, according to its official site. As with many other transportation companies, it was forced to make 1,110 layoffs following the epidemic due to a drop in demand. That happened when the government rescue of £150 million was rejected. The whole ferry industry has been destroyed by the COVID problem, a marine official has told the BBC. Because British and French sailors are more expensive to employ than other nationalities, they cited this as a reason. As of this afternoon, Lauren Shaw and her husband were scheduled to travel by ship from Cairnryan to Larn on P&O. After receiving the phone call at 10 a.m. stating that there were no sailings today, she says she was not given an explanation as to why. Due to the lack of new information, the couple has been traveling to the port, where they live four hours away, in the hopes of receiving some sort of update. There is no certainty that we will be placed on Steno Line if we get at the port as planned, as Lauren explains. It's very aggravating, he said. 
The U.S. Congress has the power to declare war and peace, tax and spend tens of billions of dollars, and regulate the daily lives of hundreds of millions of Americans. It's even in charge of the actual passing of time, or at least of what is shown on the nation's clocks. Every summer, the United States, like many other countries, advances its clocks one hour ahead to take advantage of the longer daylight hours, and potentially save energy, and then rolls them back one hour in the fall. On Tuesday, the U.S. Senate decided to abolish that transition, making daylight savings time, the summer month clock settings, permanent year-round. Known as the Sunshine Protection Act, it is the brainchild of Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio, whose nickname, perhaps not coincidentally, is the Sunshine State. For the past four years, he's been trying to get legislation passed to make daylight savings time a permanent part of our culture. By unanimous consent, a practice generally reserved for non-controversial legislation such as post office names, disease awareness days, and sports league championships, the Senate passed the bill just a few days after springing forth. Read more. The Senate wants to make daylight saving time permanent. In the next 30 years, new report shows that sea levels in the United States will rise rapidly. School book bans in the United States. After the bill was passed, Mr. Rubio said, I apologize for the pun, but this is an idea whose time has finally come. The senator from Florida made several points in favor of the proposal during his floor speech. He asserted that research have shown that changing the time on your clock is bad for your health. When the seasons change, heart attack and accident rates rise. Moreover, anything that offers youngsters more time to play outside after school rather than staring at a computer screen is a positive thing in his opinion. If you live in a state where it's warm enough for kids to play outside in January, you might want to consider this. Critics point out that more children will be forced to walk to school in the dark, which could be unsafe, as a result of this legislation. Why the U.S. is so enraged by the implementation of daylight saving time Anyone could have opposed and stopped approval of Mr. Rubio's proposal, but opponents may have been surprised by how quickly it came up for debate. The bill would have been stopped by Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton if his staff hadn't informed him it was being brought to the floor, according to BuzzFeed News report. Only a few senators were enamored with the idea of daylight savings time, and their confusion was evident. This is an issue that my staff and I had never talked about, and they assumed that I don't really care about daylight saving time, Delaware Senator Chris Kuhn said in a BuzzFeed interview earlier this year. In any case, I'm not sure. It's something I've never given a second thought to. At least in the Senate, it's too late for that. Before President Joe Biden can sign it into law, the bill must be passed by a majority vote in the House of Representatives before it moves further. Neither the White House nor the Senate have taken a position on the topic, but House Speaker Nani Pelosi stated she backed the measure despite the fact that her chamber was more focused on chores linked to the Russian invasion of Ukraine.